Special guest Bjornborg. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. As always, I'm your host Dave, and alongside me is Trevor. Hello, Trevor. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, good, good, good. How are you, how are you Dave? Yeah, I'm great. I'm doing pretty great. Having a having a nice Saturday over here in uh, Lower Manhattan. Very nice. Yeah, we're recording for uh, the second Saturday in a row, so that's fun. Did we do last Saturday? I think so. I think the last recording was Saturday kind of late. I thought it might have been, was it even Sunday? No, it was Saturday. Oh, it was Saturday. I, I remember because I, I had to run to Best Buy in the middle of the oh, Saturday night right. Soho yep. dinner rush. Correct. Um, yeah, and so we've avoided that tonight because it's nice and early. The sun hasn't even gone down yet. So um, it is exactly a week in this case. It's a couple hours shy, probably. Yeah, I think we, I yeah. think, I think we recorded at like 11 p.m. last time <laughs> or something like that. It, it did take, that was, yeah, that was when I was like at the aid station, the, the podcast aid station sort of waiting for you, wondering when you're going to come through. And uh, yeah, and that's the yeah. thing we didn't anticipate with. I was great at running to an electronic store and buying a piece of equipment and getting home in in record time, but um, I wasn't good at configuring the the hardware, and <laughs> took about I mean, two hours to get going, or something like that. Yeah, who knew it would be so difficult? Um, I, I think a lot of times we're fortunate, probably, to be given work computers that are just sort of all set up for what yeah. you need to do with them at work. And yeah. uh, in this case, you go to a store, you buy a computer for yourself, and and the thing's just a wreck. I have no idea. Yeah, and we, it took a lot of troubleshooting to get that thing running. Um, we're pretty self-deprecating a lot of the time about our running abilities, but really it's our, our technological <laughs> ability that we, we should be, uh, disparaging ourselves about. It's another, yeah, it's another area that we could, uh, um, could, uh, cast, uh, what, what was it? Cast aspersions on. I think that's the term um, we use around here, rightly oh, or wrongly. Cast a reverence, a yeah. reverence. That was the, that, that, that was our term, a yeah. reverence. Yeah. That was the one that we blatantly use incorrectly when talking about running and anything else. In, in, in we, we don't talk much about our, our, our lines of work and I'm not suggesting we do, we do so now, but, um, <laughs> I, I sort of am in and around technology, let's say. And so sometimes people will, will, sort of look to me or ask me questions like, like I might know the answer. And I usually have to explain that I'm, I'm more of a conceptual technologist. <laughs> I like that. You should put that on your business card. It's, uh, yeah. It's uh you know, I can tell you sort of about the thing, just not exactly how to do it. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, you're a podcaster. You, you must, you're a, you're a, you're a popular podcaster. You must know how this piece of technology works. And you're like, I can, I can barely turn the equipment on. No, I, I I learned it all from you who asked your friend who is a you know a more advanced podcaster. Yeah, um, more advanced. That's really how how it came together. More advanced by any measurement, uh, any method of comparison you could choose. Correct. Yeah, yeah. choose it. Choose a unit. Um, and she's coming stack, out on top. <laughs> stack it up. She's on top. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, great. Well. Yeah. I know that we were sort of a little bit worried even a couple of days ago. It's sort of like, oh, man, we're going to be recording again so soon. Last time we just had a big break. And, you know, how's the running been? What's there to talk about? But then I, th I feel like in the last few days, we've just had a surge of of like things happen. I think, um, I think there's been a lot of running. 
Um, but fill us in on your end first on what on on the on your surge. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's not a surge is is a is a bit uh, a, a bit of a, a strong word, but um, I'd say I I did commit myself earlier in the week. I think I think a slight amount of lamenting might have come through on the last episode about. <laughs> how um, not quite in the shape I was hoping to be coming into the, the presidential traverse in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll talk maybe a little bit more about that uh, later, but um, sort of like committed myself early in the week to, to just like, okay, what, what, what can I do? What's in my control and how am I going to do it? So ended up sort of starting Wednesday to commit to early morning runs, which was something I was doing a lot last year and then sort of had the, uh, fortune to like be able to fit runs in at other times so that the early mornings kind of like stop being a necessity. Um, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday got out early. Um, the runs did not feel fantastic, but <laughs> I think, I think I, I feel good about just having gotten out there. How early did you get out? Like not super early, especially not, <laughs> That's especially why I not like, yeah, not, not to like runners. Um, I was getting out between, uh, six fifteen and like six fifty five, like sort of taking my first step. So that's you know getting up, getting throwing the clothes on, uh, doing some stretching, doing a little bit of warm up, and then and then and then like starting the run. That's pretty good in my book. It's all relative about you know what early rising is. Um, you know for by from a farmer's way of uh, dissecting <laughs> that, <laughs> that's not early. But for me, I mean. I yeah, I was up at six forty five this morning, so moving before that's pretty early. It's pretty good, yeah. yeah. You know, so I'll 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 feel good about that. Um and I I kinda just decided well, I decided a few things, um sort of like re you know, rethinking some of the goals related to the, the Prezi. Um but also just like sort of in the I guess leading up to that was just thinking about the training itself. And I, I think I arrived at like just a pretty fun little project good for the next couple of weeks that will just give me enough motivation to get out and like also do running that, that I enjoy um, and feel like it's got, it's got like a, a little bit of structure to it, but not like, not like intense workout, like, you know, killing myself out there more just like, yeah. I've got like a little bit of a framework to do some, do some running, which basically involves going to this one area near me and just plotting out a bunch of different, um, loops and out and backs of like various length. And then that'll be use- useful for the future. Cause I'll know sort of, all right, I've got, you know, all these different options. They're, they're different lengths, you know, depending on how fast I'm going can do them in, in different amounts of time. So, um, that's what I'm, that's what yeah. I'm focused on. Just kind of doing, doing a lot of running around there. Um, you gotta, you gotta Lewis and Clark it before you can, uh, set a thorough FKT out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Okay. So, so yeah, I'm feeling feeling good about. It. I went from feeling like not so good about the running to now like I've I've got a good plan and I'm actually really excited about sort of the change of uh, uh, of sort of like goals and motivation for for the Prezi coming up too. Oh, good. It's it's funny. One thing I've been thinking about is something that we ha- we talked about a little bit off pod, but I don't think we've maybe we've touched on it uh, with the mics on, which is like feeling like both of us have have been a little bit slower recently and struggling <laughs> a little more um, than we were maybe a few months back with some of our running and, and trying to figure out why that is um, and yes. mo- mostly blaming it on the heat which I think is very creative of us uh, and possibly true I don't really know um, 
Well, I, I'm going to blame the heat. I'm still blaming the heat. Um, <laughs> or maybe you blame the heat, and I was very happy to have the excuse. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd throw humidity in there, too, um, <laughs> as, another, as another factor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all sorts of, uh, you know, external factors. Um, no, I seriously would. I mean, my, my type of running, as you know, is sort of a lot of a lot of different speeds and types of movement sort of fall under the broad category of running. So like it's 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 quite common on most of my runs that at some point I'm doing something that might look to an outsider as as more like, you know, hiking, fast hiking or even just even just walking or just um, a, man, a man lost in the woods. Right, <laughs> right which on first inspection. All of these things are in play when when you're talking about a run. It's, it could be um, both sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it could be all of that. So <laughs> so um Anyway, like usually it's like, all right, I've got a good excuse. There's like a spot that's like maybe technical and, you know, you can't go too fast. Um, I mean, some people can, but I'm not on on like a normal training run. I'm not going to like risk injuring myself, like doing something stupid, right? No, not worth it. um, You know, occasionally might plan something out. All right, I'm going to like sort of do this one little section or something. But for the most part, like, so there's, that's a good excuse in the fall. Like leaves are a great excuse, especially when they're wet. Yep. I've taken so many good diggers on, on leaves, um, (laughs) vertical, like if you're going up something steep or even just something prolonged, like, you know, that's a good excuse. Kick it into, kick it into hiking. Um, Oh, sure. But like the running I've been doing on roads around here, like I just reach a point in the run where I'm like, I'm just going to stop and walk a little bit at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Like I lack any of those other excuses. So it's, it's humidity for me. It's humidity. Yeah. and, And heat. Yeah. There was a good, I was, so this morning I was running yet another New York Road Runners four mile race in Central Park um, around the, the Ted Corbett Loop. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Um, this is a, another classic. And this was the retro race, right? This was the retro four miler where everybody dresses like me. Um, everybody looked pretty great, actually. There were a lot of good costumes. And, nice. And it brings up a greater discussion about, you know, what is retro even now, right? How many years back do you have to go for it to be retro? Um seems like most people though agreed that that retro is the late 70s <laughs> late 70s has been retro for yeah it's it's like had a solid claim on retro for as long as i can remember really at least in the running world right um nobody like nobody was out there in a pre you know nobody's out there like like rocky balboa in a sweatsuit <laughs> running right yeah and, and nobody was wearing like uh, the Bernie Sanders like leather, no. leather like flaps. Uh, I was with, looking like, ar- mega spikes. Right, I, I was looking around. I didn't see those either. Um, I yeah. saw I saw pretty solidly um, some Steve Prefontaine. Whenever when is he late seventies or is he he might be older. I think he was probably. I mean, his career probably spanned. I'm guessing like late sixties into seventies. Yeah, I don't know. it's it's Prefontaine. A little. I was wearing my Bjorn Borg Fila headband. So yeah, I always I guess look retro out there, but I. I wore my retroist headband um and there was a little bit of 80s i think 80s has a a solid claim now so there were some 80s runners representing it um but yeah somebody on the first hill somebody near me there was a a couple running together and one of them said and this was like the first hill of there's a bunch of hills in this loop and they said ah hills are are really humbling (laughs) and i was thinking like this is like the first hill and the smallest hill, <laughs> and I guess I don't. I was wondering. I was wondering if they knew the loop or not. If they knew, you know, what it's going to be like. The hills that are about seventy five percent of the way through, that are long, yeah. longer, steeper, and you're more tired, and it's warmer by then too because it was 
pretty damn hot today in New York City. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't envy you having to run in the in the heat. Uh, well, at all. it was it was super fun, and uh, I had a great time. Except I, I really thought I the first I've done four of these now this year, and the first one I ran like eight twenty miles. Then I ran, um, or no, the first one I ran like eight ten, yeah, eight ten or fifteen. Then I ran eight minute miles. Then the last time I ran eight twenty, and today I was really. I thought I was going to be close to my uh, PR, and I was running 8.30 miles. <laughs> I, I know I'm not, like, using a watch or anything to track it, so I'm, I'm guessing this all internally, but I was shocked to see that it was my my uh, worst <laughs> four-mile time of the season. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... It, and, and that's okay, though, right? I mean, like we talked about, or like we often talk about, you know, time is... Time is, is, is part of it, but it's definitely not... It's definitely not, like, all of it, right? And no. it's... Um, I think it's good. I like hearing you talk. I'd say there's something really good in that, which is an intuitive feel for your pace. Like that's, that's better than a watch any day that I was actually like at the start of the year, working on some of the speed work and working on like sort of calibrating and getting that intuition was part of it too. Um, doing things like you, you might actually like this, this style of workout. Like it's, uh, have you ever done a progression? I don't think so. <laughs> Well, what is it? next yeah. next six mile run you do? I, okay. I recommend uh, this is from from coach friend. As uh, maybe I should just mention again, all all of my running advice, or at least ninety five percent of it, is probably like a, a poorly translated version of something he's he's recommended. But um, and, mo- and yeah. I was, and I just add most of mine is something I overhear people saying when they're having conversations at races that I'm running. Yeah, there's there's that, but you also have a lot of like good, I'd say like proprietary advice too. That's just something that you just sort of thought of or or, or conjured. Yeah, it's a it's a test in the test um, mode right now. So for all of yeah. them, yeah, they're all we're all gonna find out soon whether they're all massive failures as ideas. But anyway, your coach friend said, as, yeah, as soon as we see we see Kipchoge with the Fila headband, we know it's all over. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Um, I'd say what I'll recommend, maybe we can, maybe we can do a, a, a special, a new special segment on a future ex- episode where we talk about a workout, a specific workout, but, uh, I'm getting way ahead of myself. So start, um, do your first mile at a 10 minute pace. Okay. And then your next mile, like just basically drop by 20 seconds, mm-hmm. uh, for each next mile and do six miles that way. So you'll end at something like, I think you'll end at an eight minute mile pace oh i see okay i mean i don't do it in any official way but that's very often the way i run when i'm running on a treadmill no i, I, I noticed that that's what you yeah. did when when uh, we ran together right? oh okay uh, yeah probably yeah i was just doing what i felt like and on a treadmill that's often what i feel like is just getting faster and faster and faster and then at the end just go running like crazy as we say on the power motion picnic hour yeah just just run your heart out yeah um well yeah all right so I mean, we don't need to go down this whole thing, but you might like just just try one of like the interval programs or something. I don't know. Treadmills have a lot of like built-in stuff that's. True. I think you know, I, might be might be a fun way to mix it up for you. I have to, I have to Nancy on into the uh, the gear shed soon. I think and, and pull out a, a Garmin watch or something. I might need to. You might need to come over to that side so I can do these things not on the treadmill. I'd say you can do it in a way that you preserve your. Um, uh, your free spirited sort of soul running, uh, uh, you know, character while still sort of benefiting from, from some, some analytics. Right? Maybe. And like, yeah. yeah. 
Maybe I should get like what's like the classic old school like is it a Timex sports watch? Ooh, it's, yeah. It's like this like an eighties Timex watch that's kind of famous. The the Iron Man, I think. Is that what it's called? Maybe I should get that. That would require doing math in my head while I run, but that's you know everyone used to so. Well, speaking of retro things, I feel like that one, maybe it just never went out of style, but there's also these like G-Shock, those like giant ones with like the huge buttons. Oh, yeah. Which I don't think would be very practical for running, actually, now that I think about it. I thought that's for like if a toddler is going to spill something on your watch (laughs) every day, you get that or something. Yeah, or like... Or if a, to- a toddler is going to run an ultra marathon, he wears that. You're like a boxer uh, getting ready to strap on your gloves and you need something like large to take off your wrist. Or like, <laughs> you know, just a little flare. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so wait, where, where were we on, on week, of, week in running? So you did your you did your four miler. Yeah, and it, um, was, and it was fun and it was very, very satisfying. And I don't know if I can blame the heat because it really... It really wasn't that bad because um, <laughs> I I woke up. I was saying I woke up at six forty five and I was and in there in the gates and out. You know, it started officially at eight, um, and so my uh, my corral probably got going at about eight oh seven or something. So and then I was done, um, you know, by about eight forty. So it, was, it wasn't that hot yet. Um, so I don't really know my excuses. And there were there were water tables and I skipped them all. So. So, well, that's great. Skip the water tables for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Losing a lot of time in there. I considered stopping at the table at mile three, but uh, I, I thought I was making good time. <laughs> I mean, at, at best, just like just like swipe a bunch of the cups and like maybe end up with one in your hand <laughs> yeah, exactly. like yeah. by the time it gets to your mouth. Go for a like real aggressive like... move that <laughs> no, nobody at my part of the pack would consider doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Actually, that might be a good, a good segue. Um Per, per, perhaps mm-hmm. um and actually i uh, maybe before i get into that though so forget the segue ditching okay. it um um so there is i don't want to i'm hesitant to to like say too much about it um in case something like just doesn't go right with the plan but um if if like there were an occasion where i could join you in a roadrunners race like in an unofficial capacity would yeah. there be any like how would the corral system work can i just like sort of saunter in without you, a bib yeah you could just stroll on into wherever you want i mean like it probably wouldn't be encouraged for you to to roll into the double a section right up front where, <laughs> where the people are flying out of the gates but uh i think if you wanted to come back to section e with me section- <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I think I think I'd love to to try to do that sometime. And this is like U, U.S. like ATF or like whatever the the official track and field organization like rules are. So you like you can't. You're probably not technically allowed a pacer in this in this this particular format of race. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I like I said back in back in Corral E, it's pretty relaxed. And I hear I hear it. The farther back you go, the more relaxed it is. Um, nice. Yeah, nice. It, it goes all the way back to L. <laughs> oh, awesome! So yeah, so I think I think you'd be fine. Nobody would care. But like I said, there are people who are complaining about the first hill, uh, <laughs> a hill about a, a quarter mile into a four mile race. I guess it's, I guess, I guess we got a few things going. Like not only are, are do very few of the participants have pacers, but there's probably like very little people who are like like carefully planning water and like calorie intake for like a 3.1 to four mile race. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I think I do that too much. Like I got home last night and like ate a 
granola bar before bed and i was like only because i was running four miles in the morning i was like i would never do that if i was running four miles that wasn't a race yeah <laughs> you know for the yeah. regular like morning run of course not that's insane but i like well, i got in the push, mi- push a little harder i don't know i got in the mindset yeah um but i have my numbers up i uh yeah i ran thirty three fifty nine. although we could maybe blame the heat because i was i think i was higher relative to my group than usual so there was a smaller, this was actually a smaller field. Usually there's about 10,000 people. It was 4,647, and I finished 1,270th. So, mm-hmm. that's, um, you know. If you did the maths, that's, yeah. a pretty good, that's a pretty good percentage. That's pretty good. That's like, you know, 26, 7, I don't know. Not bad. Um, I was, and then in 40, 40 to 44-year-olds, I was 124th out of 279. Awesome. So, we're top top quartile. Maybe we should be recognizing my time, my age graded time. <laughs> yeah, what what is that? You sent me that, and I was wondering what I that what that factor I is. I don't know what it means, and maybe a listener could actually chime in and help us with that. But uh, thirty two eleven, and then looking back, I'm looking back at all my races, my my PR for the year when I ran a thirty one fifty nine, and that was time age graded to thirty thirty two. Wow. Yeah. So maybe we should start, you know, uh, whatever. I don't know what it means. Someone could, it, why, well, yeah, why change it? <laughs> like, why handicap it like that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I do, I'm familiar with a lot of times there's, um, uh, you, you know, there's, there's different rankings. Like there's the overall, then there's the gender, then there's the yep. age group. There's like, those are traditional sort of groupings but there's no like altering of the, the the score you're not putting any sort of like factor on the on it to like reduce or or anything like just because you're a little just because you're fortissimo in one does that really mean you should get a minute back on your i don't think four, so four mile like yeah i yeah, feel fine on. yeah yeah i feel fine but uh yeah i don't know i guess we, we, were gonna... we thought we were loose with time <laughs> i was 995th out of people from the usa <laughs> nice <laughs> so nice that's good too. Out of three thousand eight hundred sixty-seven, it seems like people who travel from other countries tended to place much higher, and that makes I wonder sense. Wonder if, if our dear listener from uh, Brussels was there. Um, um, love to hear from that listener. Really going. I mean, appreciate the ongoing support. There's like that listener is just going strong. I've noticed. Yeah. So um, somebody in in Brussels is listening, which is great. And that's funny. I, so that maybe even you know segues us to something interesting, which is. I for, I was supposed to send you a song of the week this week, and I for, mm-hmm. I forgot to pick one out, which is why I didn't send you one, and and just remembered when we were logging on to this recording session that I didn't send mm-hmm. you one. But a song maybe worth discussing is something I discovered on Spotify called uh, a song called Daydream by the Wallace Collection. Okay, do you know them? I don't. <laughs> it's really good. I really liked it. It's from an album from nineteen sixty nine called laughing cavalier i don't know if this is good running music i haven't tried to run to it um but but anyway they were like a a belgian psychedelic band um so maybe i see it i found it so great i mean i looked it up the song was a huge hit in belgium and france and the netherlands but despite being sung in english it never crossed over to have any popularity in english-speaking countries Interesting. All right. Well, and I guess that's a good one just to talk about because um, 
unless unless uh, Wallace Collection is is still active, they're probably not they're probably not hitting that part of our of our filter. But um, true, I can definitely listen to it. I'll I'll see if it runs. We can do we can do like a little side side you know song of the week about it. Yeah, that'll be um, that'll be and that could be a little homework assignment. Maybe if any listeners want, they can try running to it too and and letting us know how they feel about it. Yeah, well, see, see how that works. So that might, I mean, so I'm actually making a, a playlist for my upcoming Prezi Traverse. Nice. I think I'm going to go ahead and, and add that one. Well, it um, might, it might be helpful. <laughs> it might be. And I'll see that'll, you know, no, no better way to see it, see how it runs. Yeah. See if it runs. Test it in the um, wild. Yeah. Um, and I'm realizing now, like our, our listener in Belgium might, it, it's either one, like very very devoted listener or it's like multiple listeners who just don't listen that much at all like somehow get like detailed analytics sure it could be a bunch of belgians yeah it could be um you know it could be a bunch of expats Mm -hmm. we we could be popular in the belgian expat scene we could be yeah well we'll we'll keep an eye on it again we'd, we'd love to hear hear from our listener um or listeners and um have you ever been to belgium I have um, only only once and, and very briefly, but uh, okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I haven't been. I almost went once, um, and I was in Amsterdam, and it's a pretty quick train ride. And uh, we were me and a friend were going to go, and then another friend who's who was from Europe uh, and been had been everywhere told us not to go, <laughs> told us told us uh, told us that Belgium was lame, and so we ended up not going. But I, I in retrospect, I think he wanted us just to keep hanging out with him in Amsterdam. I guess he doesn't like mussels and uh, very good beer, traditionally, traditionally brewed by monks. Yeah, exactly. I think we should have gone for a night or two. And then many years later, my uncle was in uh, Brussels and he brought me back like a bottle opener that had that, mm-hmm. that statue of the little boy. That's like, mm-hmm. pe- that's, he's like peeing, right? To put out a fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have, I have that somewhere. Uh, nice. Maybe, nice. Yeah, maybe in a box right now, but probably about time to dig that up and start using it again and and before we before we lose our listener from belgium yes um i thought we were pandering by speaking about <laughs> everything belgian i could think of that i knew about <laughs> that's it, it was, including including uh well i guess it was your friend you actually disagree with the decision not to go there to be clear i would um, like to go I, it was it's a regret it's one of my great life regrets well when we go back um or when you go, um, if I go again, we'll would love some good running recommendations uh, in and around Brussels and and also maybe broader Belgium. Like where else might be good to run? Yeah. Um, so I, I guess maybe I've got a couple quick ones. Okay. Um, we've got uh, so just maybe a note in case listeners want to tune into um, other podcasts to hear more. The the Hard Rock One Hundred is coming up. This might be we talked about Western states. Um, UTMB, which is Mont Blanc, that's like probably the biggest one. Hard Rock is somewhere like, you know, top five. So call it like three, four. It's, okay. it's a pretty prominent one. And it's interesting because it comes only a couple weeks after Western States. So um, most people don't run both because like you need more time to recover. Mm-hmm. But uh, Courtney DeWalter is is going for it and personally think uh, I think she's going to crush it. I mean, I just think there's no stopping her. When is it? Uh, it's, it's actually happening right now. Oh, wow. And so how long is it going to take her? It takes her like 
we might have racers finishing pretty soon. Um, Hard Rock, I don't know. So Western States, it's like 15, 16 hours, I think, in that range for somebody like her. I forget her her exact uh, record-breaking time uh, a couple weeks ago. But yeah, Hard Rock, I'm guessing, is a little bit longer, maybe like approaching... Ah, oh, jeez. I mean, I'm just setting up for a, a correction, but I don't know, 18, something like that, maybe? Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Anyway, that reminds me. I'll check the uh, kind of check in on it after this. Um, yeah, we could we could update that uh, on our Instagram account. I know a lot of our listeners like to engage with us there, and we we enjoy that as well. They do. Yeah, we we love that. And uh, let's see another. Um, oh oh yeah, what do you have? What I was going to say. I'm soon. I'm going to have another entry to the gear shed actually because I I had to get a new phone, and my new phone. I didn't know this. The new Samsung Galaxies. You can't plug like a wired headphone into it. Mm. So, yeah, unfortunately, and I like that. But so I went down to the electronics store again. <laughs> this time I walked, <laughs> I walked to Best Buy and one of the cheapest, um, one of the cheapest wireless headphone pairs is, is made by Skull Candy, who oh. any regular listener of the show will know I love because <laughs> they, they fit my irregularly shaped ear ears um <laughs> and, and they were also only $25 so that's not as cheap as like the $10 ones I usually buy at Rite Aid yeah. but um not too bad and hopefully hopefully they run hopefully they keep a charge hopefully they fit um and yeah I'll, I'll report back on that next week I just picked those up today that's exciting yeah. well I look forward to that that gear shed <laughs> yeah. oh speaking of which we we never gave units to uh to the zero sandals we we talked at length but I, I think we forgot to actually rate last episode oh how many units we we rated them as yeah well i know my um female running companion running sandal tester would get would give them five out of five units excellent um i would probably give them four and the only reason for the the four is that uh i haven't yet figured out a way to make them fit well without sliding around but i like mm-hmm. i like the sensation of of running in them apologies to any Listeners and and mailbag uh, contributors who are opposed to these type of running sandals. Well, I mean, hopefully opposed to only the sandals and not not the people who who wear them and enjoy them. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four two. Um, okay. Well, four as well. So not, not I'm not getting into a decimal system yeah. of units. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go four units. Um, uh, similar reasons. And actually, I I'll give you a, a recommendation. I I. I messed with the straps a little bit recently and also like part of it was like pulling it through more in that like side spot to kind of like center the the one that goes like through your toes yeah um and that helped me and then i I always do it like tight up around the ankles too yeah i feel like i've i feel like i've exhausted the capabilities of of the ankle tightness on mine and i might have Mm -hmm. (laughs) i might have skinnier ankles than you (laughs) (laughs) well um yeah, I'm 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 gonna go four though because they my I I mean they made me realize how much more work I had to do and mm. how like my my legs like you know probably were in desperate need of of more of that type of running so um, sent me into a little bit of a spiral of like uh, feeling bad about my running for a little bit but um, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess that's not the sandals fault. Well, yeah, they could have been more sensitive about uh about the way they, they you know, they I told. could have just been 
a better runner and then it wouldn't it would, it would, well but that's i think lack of uh you know ent- entry level and universal appeal is is certainly worthy of losing one unit yeah so, yeah yeah they they, so, they lined up pretty well with me and my ability and I, I i would like to get out there in them again maybe i'll try that again next weekend nice, yeah, nice. I'll, I'll pop in some wireless headphones go to the track listen to some classic Ooh, double shed classic belgian psych rock do some double shed, yeah. yeah. D- double shed, uh, song of the week, and see how that goes. Ooh, awesome. Um, <laughs> let's see. I, um, I should we talk about Prezi or should we save it for? Maybe we'll save that one for next time. Okay. I feel like I got a few things to say. Well, okay, actually, hit, let yeah, me just. I'll, I'll, I'll share my. Um, I'll share the new goal, and okay. then we can talk about it more. Maybe if it makes sense, because um, I think we probably have one, maybe two, to go before. Uh, the race or the run is on the 28th. Okay. So, so probably we, one more. One more. Yeah, right. One more pod before that. So maybe we'll, we'll um, preview it next time. One, maybe two. But um, anyway, so yeah, the goal I went from uh, originally had like a stated seven hour goal and I was going to run. There's actually like, this is probably what we'll talk about next time. There's like many variations of the, the presidential traverse. Okay. Um, and there's some controversy around it too. But um the, the, there's like one that's probably widely accepted as like the the like most well-known FKT route and then the one that I was originally going to run was like the old FKT route hmm. which has like a less runnable start but also like kind of more natural because you don't have to like double back as much to get to the first peak mm-hmm. um, and had the idea that it would be kind of cool to run against uh, uh, coaches uh time from 10 years ago, which was like a right around seven hours. So like, all right, let's see, um, see if I can beat that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. 10 years later. And, uh, I, I, so a couple things, um, he was going to, he was going to run with me and is now, um, not able to, so I'm going to be on, out on a solo mission, which will be kind of cool. Right. And, um, I decided that I think like the goal, especially where I am in terms of the fitness is like, shouldn't be like a time-based goal. It's just going to be like, I'm going to try to do a little bit further actually than that, than that route hit two other peaks and just like sort of maximize the time out there and, and really just try to have a, have a good time. So I like that. I think they have a good time is an important goal to always include. Yeah. I'm just completely depressurizing it from any, like, you know, I'll try to go hard. I'll try to, you know, do what feels good, but I'm not going to like complete, com- uh, completely kill myself. I'm not going to like feel bad because I don't really have a, a time anymore. Yeah. Um, I just want to do it in a way that's fun, kind of maximize the uh, enjoyment factor. I think that's, so. a, I think that's important. I was, uh, I was bummed this morning to, when, I, when I finally got my phone back from the bag check and looked it up and found out I, I ran about a minute 45 slower than I thought I had been going, but that I, I, the priority was having a good time and it didn't, it didn't ruin my morning. So. It's a whole, like, isn't it like a whole, like weird thing with running where like, sometimes you, uh, like you're doing this thing that, that you feel good about that makes you feel good. And then like, all of a sudden you start like, yeah, you start like feeling bad about something yeah. kind of silly like that. Right. Yeah. And you have to, yeah, it's an important thing to remind yourself of why you're doing it. Um, that being said, it is, it is pretty confusing or not confusing. I just, that uh that personal best four mile time when I ran my thirty my legendary thirty one fifty nine in the mm-hmm. pouring rain when I stepped in a puddle two miles in and yelled no excuses at myself <laughs> <laughs> that, that was uh 
that I don't know why I can't catch that time in much better conditions, getting better sleep, <laughs> like, you know, um, in a better starting corral with the people around me are probably closer to my speed, all sorts mm-hmm. of things. The, everything about it is set up for me to succeed. But there's some kind yeah. of le- yeah, there's a lesson there and I, I, I'm not understanding it or le- getting anything from it. Well, I, I, I think so. I mean, I guess what I'd say, and I've thought a decent amount about this, um, too, is like, yeah, the um, beating a, a prior best, like, is sort of a fun, that's like a fun thing, too. Like, and, and like going fast and going for a time like that can be fun, too, right? Especially when you get there. So I'm not like saying completely don't, you know, have, have, have goals like that, you know shoot to get faster, shoot to get, yeah. you know, like wh- whatever it is. But like, I think what a lot of the, um, the runners I really admire from like friends to like elites, uh, you know, the one thing that they all kind of like sort of harp on is, is to like, just enjoy all of it. Right. Like enjoy oh, the process, yeah. enjoy like the failures, like learn from those, enjoy the, the successes, like, well, today I think that's yeah. actually the, the what's fun about it, right? Today was a great example of enjoying the failure because <laughs> <laughs> i i didn't ru- it didn't ruin my time, and I had a wonderful morning, and I, f- I felt like a million bucks, so I was very happy to be out there, and uh, that was great. But I, I I had like a not quite failure, but I think we talked about the Wapak where I I kind of like just just hit a wall a little bit sooner than expected, and kind of yep. like had a realization I wasn't uh, <laughs> quite where I thought I was. Um, but as I was like sitting in the parking lot having my like recovery double IPA afterwards, I like I was like just feeling great. It was just yeah. like still an accomplishment. Like, um, you know, was out there with friends. We were we were smiling. We were having a good time. Like, you know, like the the, the time or my like relative level level of fitness like are the least of it. You know. Oh yeah, that's that's important stuff to remember. I mean, and that's that's what I was able to remember this morning running on a perfect day with my 5,000 best friends and a big circle around Central Park <laughs> is pretty thrilling. And it's something I love to do. And so, yeah, I was able to enjoy that much, much more than I was upset about any, anything negative. Um, although it is funny because like something has crept into my head, which is a feeling I used to get as a songwriter. You know, I've been, I've been writing songs for about 35 years and, uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I used to like when I, if I'd write a really good song and then like hadn't written a good one for, you know, or one, one a great one maybe for a while, or, you know, relative, um, you know, assessment of great. But I would think, oh, no, well, I never write a song as good as that one again. <laughs> and so yeah, and I yeah. thought that many times in my life until eventually I stopped worrying about it. But it did creep in recently. Like, will I never run a sub 32 four mile again? Like, I better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you will. I'd, I'd say if you if you set your mind to it, uh, you can do significantly better if yeah. you really want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there, there's a guy maybe like, I don't know, I'll, I'll mess up the details, but he just ran or he didn't run, but he like did the 48, 4,000 footers in New Hampshire in like the fastest time it's ever been done, like three days and, and change. And he's like, I don't know, 50 something. Yeah. Well, so, like at worst case you have to just you know redefine change your goals a little bit too okay well i'll I'll do that and i'll I'll accept that without any rebuttal because i'm looking at the clock and we are dangerously low on time (laughs) so until next time onward
Say your name, special guest. Rocky Balboa in a sweatsuit. This is the power.